Hey, thanks for checking out our show. If you like what you hear, we have tons of additional content at patreon.com slash the media lunch break. Everything's okay. I don't believe you. Don't panic, Andrew. Everything is okay. Spoken like a person who's not okay. That's what I do. I just fake it until I have to fake it more. For starting farts, let's start the show. What? Let's let's start the no, show. It, is that how we're starting the show? By me apologizing that uh, last week's episode was out so late. Oh, that's okay. Because as Wait, of recording... You're not apologizing to me. No. You're apologizing to the I said to let's, the, to the because listener. it's just as much your fault as it is mine. Absolutely. How is it my fault? I don't know. <laughs> you didn't offer to do it? You know what? I, you're right. I didn't offer to do it, but the thing I can contribute to this is that I'm happy to take some of the blame. <laughs> it's the that's easiest enough. thing I can do. Yeah. Cool. How uh, how are you? How are you? How oh, are you? I'm a little sad that uh, one of my best friends and my co-host of my podcast didn't make it to see my show. I know. I'm sorry. But I other than a, that, I'm doing great. In my credit, you in my credit. To yeah, my no, credit? that's not defense. Uh, yeah, that's it. That's the one I'm you looking for. You should be used to saying in my defense at this point. Yeah, but I, I'm used to saying it to. A person wearing a robe. What? And by that, I mean a hooker. Oh. You did tell me that the last performance was on Sunday. I look back at the text. I did. And it changed. Like, and I you told texted you. You me the updated one. This told, was the updated one you did. You told me the 12th was the, on the hang updated. On. Hang on. But wasn't that like one half of the show? It was. But I would have come to see just one half of the show. Just so wait a minute. You. So did you go there on Sunday? I was no, I did not. Yeah, exactly. I, as I was saying, I was like, you could have come hung out with that the cast. It. That's when our cast party was, and it was at a bar right oh, near it? there. Yeah, I was gonna actually come on Saturday, and then it started to rain. Like there was, there was, there was rain. There was weather. I think it was great. Was it? It was a little bit of rain. That was our best performance was because really? Lear has the the, has storm. the rainstorm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did it time out? Yeah. That's it was perfect. Awesome. I know. And you fucking missed it. I did fucking miss it. How'd it go though? Great. Yeah. This is the best performance we've had. Uh, I feel like if we had an extra week, it would have like really hit that sweet spot. We were talking, I think the last episode about there being like a sweet spot between yeah. how many rehearsals you get and, and how many. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And uh, I think if we had had one more week, I think that would have done it. That would have been the sweet spot. Yeah. It was just so about you're saying there. is So what you're saying is this performance was awful. No, it was nearly ripe. <laughs> here's just, what here's what I'm saying. Just under. Here's what I'm saying. Just under. Every single performance except the last one. I fucked up something. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. So oh, I got man. that going for me. Well, Which I, is nice. I wouldn't have wanted to see that performance because it's not an Andrew Dunn performance unless something gets fucked up from it. Uh, I said this on the last episode, but for real, there was like the one scene I was like, no, I've got this one. I don't have to rehearse this one. I don't have to like yeah. run my lines or whatever. Literally went out there, heard my cue line, and there was just nothing in my head. Yep. Just bats flying around a cave. You just walked out and you went, give me one more of that. Yeah. Well, no, I, I went out there and they said my cue line and I went, check, please. <laughs> <laughs> anyone anyone at all anyone know this actually it was the first the, my cue line for that line was the first line in the show so I could have saved it by being like and this is a great opportunity for us to let you the audience members know that we're turning this into a game show a quiz show a trivia show does anyone know what the next line is anybody at all I've got $20 cold hard cash for you <laughs> I've got the lint in my pocket the next line but yeah it was good other than that uh 
It was, you know, pros and cons with this show. It's such a big show. It's so it's a, hard. It is. Yeah. But man, the cast was great. Uh, I was telling, I don't know if it's arrogant to say this, but I was telling some of the cast members. That you were better than them. I was better than all of them. Yeah. No, that like two weeks in, I thought to myself, you know, it's going to be a good show when you go, oh shit, I'm not the best one here. That's, that is true. <laughs> That's really like true. Everyone else is making real it. good choices for their characters. And I'm just sitting here like saying my lines and trying not to bump into the furniture. Yep. Yeah. That's, that is very, very true. Absolutely. Nice. Good. Congrats. Way to go. How are you? You that wasn't you I, didn't sorry, want to ask I, that. <laughs> you I could see on your face you like paused and you're like, do, do, is this the part of the show where I have to ask this or can we just move on? Like I could see that. <laughs> no, no, in no your it head. was the opposite. It was the opposite. <laughs> I was about to ask, what are we talking about today? But I oh, figured we should yeah. save it until after the intro. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, whatever. Because I don't I honestly don't remember. Do you want the intro right now? No, Are you it's sure? got to be natural. It's got to it's got to come of its own uh uh its own fruition. Is that is that the I almost said that, it's but the I was word like we're is going that right? with right now? Yeah, it's own fruiting. Either that or you could just point at me and just go intro and then volition. Would, and that Oh it's yeah, own, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's own volition. Yes. yes. That's the that's word. That's the word you're looking for. I should know better by now than to rely on you to give me the correct word for something. I think the one I said was also correct. It works. No. No, it doesn't. No, it does. Its own fruition isn't a thing. Yes, it is. No, it isn't. Listen, I'm going to look it up. I'm going to look it up. If Fuck I'm you. right, then I'm going to read this out loud. And if it's if I'm not right, ha ha, folia fruition, the point at which a plan or project is realized. So the intro yes. would have been realized. But the, that's not the, the phrase. I'm saying there is a there yes. is a like a, I a, went with a different word. You could use that word in that phrase. All right, here, here. I just searched. It comes of its own fruition. And Miriam Webster said, "I'm sorry. Did you mean of its own volition?" No, I didn't, Miriam. So <laughs> stick it up your twat. All right. Fuck you, Miriam. Whatever. Welcome to the Media Lunch Break, bringing you all of your comic geek and movie news, all in the time it takes to eat a good sandwich and throw out your dictionary. My name is Chris Trebo. Alongside me, as always, is my co-host, Andrew Dunn. Say hello, Andrew. Do you even have a dictionary in your home? No, I have a phone. What are you talking about? I, by the way, I almost said all the time it takes to eat a good language. I don't know why that oh, was going to come out. Yeah. I like that. It's very poetic. Isn't it? Isn't it just? Yeah, it yeah. is just. Yes. Yeah. Is that the, is what that are you the uh, Well, you know, for this episode, I've cracked open an ice cold Olipop. Classic root beer flavor. I was trying to figure out if I want to shit talk them since they're not our sponsor. Yeah, but you can do that about anything at this point. That's true. Like a Little Caesars hot and ready pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Tastes like shit. Tastes the same going down as it does, as it does coming out. coming out. Well done. 
I like how we've turned on these people. Like they know they've done something wrong. Like they betrayed us in some sort of way. Listen, I won't stop eating Little Caesars pizza. Hey, Andrew, we're aware. They could literally come here and, and kick me in the nuts and take my wallet, and I will continue to buy their pizzas. I know. I know. Because I've multiple times kicked you in the nuts and taken your wallet. And I, I still buy your pizzas. And you still buy my pizza. Do you remember when there was a bit about you buying me a pizza? Yes, it was for my, uh, Emerson's birthday party. You were going to buy me a pizza for your son's birthday? Remember, because you started juggling. You started juggling. And you were going to pay me in pizza? And I was like, I'm not going to pay you. And you're like, then you owe me a pizza or something like that. I think it was Did for Did you that. ever get me one? No, I never got your fucking okay, pizza. Okay, then you still owe me a pizza. I don't owe you a pizza. I'm not getting you a pizza. Get over it. Listen, I've taken too many kicks in the nuts. <laughs> Uh, I'll be the judge of when it's too many. Let's be clear about that. All right. All right. That's fair. Andrew, you know what we're doing today? No. Trick question. You don't. I, I know have that no you idea. Don't. We've got a we've got a Christ. potpourri of things to talk about. There's been a number. There's been a number of series that started, and uh, we could we figured we could uh, kind of touch base on a bunch of them. What in the holy hell is going on i don't like it when you touch on things that are only visual (laughs) chris i'm just he's readjusting like literally everything in the room right now speaking of juggling i realized i have no notes for this first segment because i don't know what we're talking about and uh i've moved so i've moved my tea where my tablet was because now there's room there for it oh okay all right, cool. Well, that's fine. So there you go, everybody. A little, little peek behind the curtain. Yep, I know. It was riveting, wasn't and it? nobody fucking asked for. And no one ever will. <laughs> but they got it. But they got it anyway. Like mm. a kick in the nuts and <laughs> taking their wallet. So, and no pizza. And no pizza, but no pizza for any of them. Fuck you, Little Caesars. Pizza, pizza. <laughs> pizza, pizza. <laughs> um, no, we've got we've got kind of a potpourri episode where there's a there's a couple of series. Which means a few it's, series. Uh, it's 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 inexpensive, mm-hmm. but it smells real good. It's inexpensive, and it smells like your grandmother's house. <laughs> Let's see, we had Obi Wan yeah. premiere. We've had the boys premiere, and we've had Ms. Marvel premiere. That's right. So I I figured we could kind of touch base on a little bit of everything. And <laughs> oh my god, uh, this is worth the get intimate tier on Patreon just to see what he's put up here. By the way, I fucking got you. You believed me that I didn't know what we were talking about, and yet here they fucking are. Here's all of them. I was I was thinking like, how does he have graphics if he doesn't yeah, know? That's right. I got graphics for all of them. I got graphics for uh, Ms. Marvel. I got graphics for Billy the Butcher, and I got graphics for uh, Obi Wan of Nazareth. Yes. So well, I've I was like, well, let's talk a little bit. We could probably break down just our thoughts on the initial episodes of all three of these, since they're all kind of go- going at the same time. I haven't seen okay the ones that came out today of Ms. Marvel and and, and Obi Wan. I haven't I've seen Ms. Marvel, but I haven't seen Obi Wan. Don't yet. spoil it for me. I have oh of Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Okay. Ms. Marvel. I, I'm, I am saying Ms. every time, but I feel like it sounds like I'm saying I think it's Ms. either or. I think it's actually Ms. Marvel. Like, that's how it's written. It's not M-I-S-S, right? It's M-S. No, it's Ms. It's yeah. Ms. Yeah, yeah. M-S. That's I say Ms. Marvel. I'm trying to make sure that people are not like, it's Ms., not Miss. What? So the, so the comic nerds don't come after us? No. So the, you know, 
I don't know. Woke police don't come after us. Well, guess what? What? I am the woke police oh, and the shit. nerds. You fucking narc. I don't even have to tell you. There's a bit from last week. <laughs> I don't even have to tell you if I'm the woke police. It's true. So we're going to be talking about the first half, the first three episodes of, of I almost said of old boy, of the boys. Boys. Yeah. And the first episode of Ms. Marvel and the first four episodes of Obi-Wan Cannoli. Yes. Well done. I like that little one. Yeah, what do you want to start with? Oh, God. I want to start with the boys. Can we start with Great. the boys? Let's start with I, the boys. Because I, I feel like in the order that we're going to talk about this, I'm going to try and also guess weakest to strongest what you think that how the series is. Mm. And I'm going to start with the boys. Okay. Am I correct in weakest for the boys for you? No. Really? Yeah. Okay. All right. But we're going to talk about the boys anyway. Sounds good. All right. So, um, so you think it's the weakest of the three? I think... So, all right. So the boys, we they released the first three episodes. Actually, the f- there's four episodes out now. I'm trying to think. By the time this episode comes out, oh, I have seen the first four. Yeah, the yeah. first four. So we're talking about the first four of the boys. If you've, yeah, yeah, you've yeah. seen them, the first four episodes. Because by the time this episode out, there will be a fifth one, but it comes out on Friday, so we haven't we haven't got a chance to see it yet. But uh, the boys are back in town. Very good. Oh, the boys are. Thank you. Not the first one. Won't be the last to ever make that joke. And also won't be the last time I make that joke every season. It's probably not the first time they've made that joke in the show. Oh, 100 percent. Let's see. What do we got going this this round? Uh, Huey's working for the CIA or some damn thing or the, the government. Butchers underneath Huey. Dicks are exploding. Dicks are exploding. People are exploding. Butchers taking stuff to become, to have superpowers. Uh, are we just oh, getting oh, into spoilers? Way, spo- I was just going <laughs> to yeah. say spoilers for, for, well, that's at least in the trailer. It you is, can yeah. But, uh, but we'll say spoilers for, for the boys. Yeah, I'm trying to think if there's, Homelander's gone completely batshit insane. Uh, how are you feeling about this season so far? What are you What are you feeling? I'm kind of sick of the boys. Yeah, I don't know. I it's you know when you go in expecting because we've been shit talking this show for a year now. Yeah, yeah. And not like oh it's terrible, but like eh, I just don't. I look. I I was talking to someone else about this. Someone in my cast that like because people were talking about how good that show is, the boys. Right. And I was like, I right. just am. S- I started talking about something we've talked on the show as well about the Batman. Right. And how the Batman, the the most recent film, it will have been worth it to me to have that movie come out if we get a bright, fun, optimistic Superman movie right after it. Right. Which I don't think is going to happen. But like, no. I'm, I'm just sick of like over and over and over. No, no, no. You don't know what it would be like if superheroes were real. Here's how I real do. it can get. I know how it would be. Yeah. And it's just like every, and it, it eventually becomes a competition to just see who can write the most fucked up story with the worst people. Right. Every single person in this universe it's is horrible. the worst person in the world. Yeah. Except for like Huey. Yeah. And Starlight. Right. They're yeah. the only redeeming characters in this entire thing. And it makes yeah, it yeah. so difficult for me. And you also get the feeling Huey's like just hanging on to that by like right, a friend. Yeah. You Both know? of them. Both yeah, of them yeah. are like right on the edge. Right. Here's the thing. I'm actually kind of enjoying this season. Yeah. I, so the end of that thought was, I think it's, it, it may, I'm, I'm sort of liking it. Right. But that may be because we went, I'm going into this thinking like, oh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. 
and then it's 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 being able to like kind if the of bar is very you. low yeah it's yeah. easy to step over yeah i i'm actually enjoying the season but the feeling i've been getting from it is i think i've now become the guy who who watches a porn but just fast forward through all the sex parts and just wants to watch the storyline <laughs> because i honestly like i like the storyline but then they do everything i swear like, i'm just watching the boys for the articles but then, <laughs> yeah that's basically it because i watch i'll watch it and i'm like the storyline itself is really interesting like the basic premise the basic thrust of this season is there's they think they've discovered evidence that there's a weapon that could actually kill Homelander and they have to go like digging around for it and things like that. And I'm like, that's a really interesting storyline. And I'm really compelled by that. However, then every other scene is like somebody blows up gratuitously or like gets their head like sliced half off or something or gets hit by laser vision and, you know, falls to pieces or something like that. And everyone's just a big bag of blood. Well, and that same storyline has issues as well that are like it, it, it reminds me of the same problem that I had with Rise of Skywalker, which is just it's just a series of fetch quests. Like they go to this one place to get information that sends them over to this other person that's who sends them over to this person who sends them to Russia and they're just like going from place to place to place looking for one item. Right. But that's the thing is that I'm again, I'm kind of a, I'm fine with the fetch quest idea. I see what you're saying. It can become really tedious and like kind of, you know, because there are certain points where it's it can repetitive. come up, repetitive because it'll kind of come back in a circle like he went to go find out information from one guy and it turns out it was the woman he just talked to was the woman he needed to go back and talk to. And I'm like, well, that we could have circumvented that. But really, for me, I'm like, I'm fine with the quest and you got to go over here. And then this reveals that you have to actually go over here and everything like that. But I'm like, I don't need a, a 30 second shot of a guy with his jaw ripped clean off and blood yeah. spurting. Out. And I'm like, yeah. the thing that really was supposed to make this show different is now is so over the top that I'm like, I don't even fucking care about this part of it anymore. Well, it's sort of also what made me stop watching Tarantino films. Right. Is that after a while, like I felt like I was getting like a 45 minute story. Right. Paired with 45 minutes of special effects and bloodshed, which I'm like, at that point, how is it any different than a Michael Bay film? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That you're you're kind of watching it. It becomes more about like we're making this show for this part of it. Like uh, even the first sequence in the first episode where there where there's the. What's his name? Termite. Termite. Yeah. And he does the thing where he goes again, spoilers, but he goes into a guy's dick. It's literally the first 10 minutes of the entire yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how big he a goes spoiler into a guy's it. dick. And then Did he, you know that that was a uh, uh, an actual set. What the the whole urethra the thing? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's great. Fantastic. <laughs> Wonderful. But that's what I mean. I was like watching the sequence and I was like, this is taking forever. And I know what's going to happen. He's going to sneeze. He's going to grow. The guy's going to explode. It's going to be disgusting. And that's exactly what happened. And I was like, fucking, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Like that was it went on for so long that I was like, just get to the part where the guy explodes so we could get out of here. Like, yeah. I just don't that I don't care about, especially pertaining to two characters we haven't met and don't give a shit. I about. don't give a shit about like yeah. who cares that somebody exploded. It doesn't mean anything. And I thought he was going to play more into like somehow that character, the termite was going to get into trouble, but then he ends up in the seven and then he becomes an actual like, and maybe he will down the line. I don't know. But like, 
we spent so much time. It was like a 10 minute sequence. Yeah. That it was like for nothing. For nothing. And it was just to watch them catch a common criminal, essentially. And I was like, I don't, and then let him go. I, I don't. Yeah. And then I was like, I don't care. I don't care about any of this. Yeah. You built a whole set of, of a urethra so that you can watch. You can saw a guy in half. And I'm like, this doesn't interest me. Like, get to the actual story. The season one was really riveting to me because. Yeah, that was kind of new and fresh. The idea that like it's so graphic and everything like that. But also the story itself was really good. And the graphic violence was kind of a byproduct of it. This now feels like kind of like what the the showrunner said of like, oh, you're not going to believe how crazy it gets. And yeah. I'm like, cool, you packed in a bunch of crazy shit so that in you the can- first 10 minutes, because honestly, there's not a whole lot out. It does have little bits, but no. after the first 10 minutes of the first episode, nothing has topped that so far. No, but every shot where they hold on a person yes. dying where I'm like, you're doing that to be to show off. Basically, I'm yes. trying to think of the word and now Showboat. I can't think of it. There, yeah, there, thank you. Yeah, there are definitely moments that yeah. are like, like gunpowder's head slicing off and everything, yes. and it slides off of it. And it was like, you didn't need that. The guy who's running after the senator or whatever she is, yes, and and his jaw is there, and she's like talking to him. Yeah, and, and then he just like they clearly put like a bag of fake blood with fake organs and hit an explosion button, and right, he flew into like bits. Yeah, and I'm like, like, okay, I sure, I don't need this. Like this the story is, is already there. Yeah, like. You could, I, I, it's fine that like Butcher killed that guy. It's fine that that woman blew that guy up. But I'm like, fine, move on from that. Yes, Got it. Butcher I killed the guy. Just done. And I, look, man, I also, I get it though, because it can be very hard to say to a production company, hey, spend $10,000 on this. It's going to be half a second. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Which I think is one of the problems they keep running into. That's true. They're like, if we're going to spend money on this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like if we're going to make a giant urethra <laughs> right. for someone gonna, to walk into, you're have to this stay. has you're to be a whole scene. Yeah, I understand what you're, that, and that's a fair point. But it is detrimental to the story, right? Because I also feel like they're going, well, what else? What else can we do that's going to top next season? And all they can do do is just linger on shots. And I'm like, yeah. well, that's it just- reminds me of Mitch Hedberg used to have a bit about how. They shave out the words Kit Kat in the Kit Kat bar. And he was like, that's bullshit because it robs you of chocolate. Right. And I feel like they're robbing us of chocolate. It may only be like five or ten minutes of story we could have extra right. in every episode. Right. But like I want that five or ten extra minutes of story. Yeah, I don't want to see a dude explode for ten minutes. Because yeah. <laughs> the other thing is like the times when there is really graphic and really crazy th- shit going on. That makes it more powerful. Yeah. Like I just watched, I just finished the last episode, like right before we started recording. Episode four. Episode four. And there's, you know, Homelander brings Starlight onto the rooftop and she, he shows that he's killed the, the, the one hero, the friend. And yeah. he's like decimated. And I'm like, I, if you had shown me that after not seeing a whole bunch of bags of blood explode for three other episodes. I would have been like, holy shit, this guy's fucking nuts. And we have talked about this about previous seasons as well. I brought that up as well. That like you show me like the first season and granted it wasn't real, but we saw it happen. Homelander eye laser an entire crowd of people like he's imagining it in his head. But like after that. Yeah. What do you do from there? Right. And then you show us a dead guy. And I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's a dead guy. (laughs) That's one more dead guy. (laughs) Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I I mean, I'm definitely in 
for the rest of the season. I, and I've said this before. I'm more in for the rest of the series just because I'm like, I'm just waiting for the end. Like, I just want to get to the end. They just greenlit it for fourth season. I feel like it's going to go five. I think that's going to be the number. I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, they'll keep going because it's like their best. I think they'll keep going until they stop making money. No, but that's what I'm saying. It's like their number one show right now. You think it's going to stop making money? <laughs> yeah. I think uh, right after this season, it's just going to plummet. That's it. <laughs> no, um, I think that, I mean, yeah, they'll they'll keep going because it's like their number one show that they that they have. Like, it's it's usually the highest premiere. And it's Honestly, it's the biggest moneymaker Seth Rogen has ever been involved with. Right. Exactly. So they'll keep going for a while. I feel like if they wanted a storyline, it would continue to like at least five seasons. I think that's where it's going to start to round out. Though I, I will say the one f- refreshing thing is like Homelander has that speech at his birthday celebration where he basically comes out and he's like, yeah, I'm a fucking psychopath. All right. All that's all that stuff I've been doing behind the curtain. I'm a psychopath. And I'm like, finally, now let's get into it. To be honest, though, that also has kind of been bothering me a little bit. It feels a little too uh, on the nose. It's very clearly like there are things that are like, no, no, this guy's Donald Trump. Right. Remember? Yeah, I get that. And I, I can I can definitely like they've said like, oh, they love you because you tell it like it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. There's stuff like that. And I can feel that, too. I'm just as a character. It was getting to the point of like, first of all, he was doing at the be- in the first episode. He's doing the, like the TV interviews and stuff. And there's certain shots of him. He is there's this like vacant look on him. And it was like anyone in a meme culture, anyone who saw that there'd be a thousand memes of him with like these weird, crazy ass vacant looks. And slowly it would start to, to dawn we get on people that for like, Joe Biden every day. <laughs> right. But, it's it, it, you know, it'd be all over the place. Yeah. And. Eventually, again, in a meme culture and a, and a social media culture, like there's only so long you can go before somebody captures him on tape saying something fucking nuts yeah, or doing something absolutely. crazy before it comes out. And I was like, you might as well just uh, I was like, I'm sick of this because it's starting to get unbelievable that he could keep this going for so long. So it was refreshing to be like, all right, cats out of the brag. I'm nuts. You all know that I'm basically a God and could kill every one of you. And I'm acknowledging it right now too. And I'm like, thank God. Cause this feels much, it feels much less constrained now. The reason it feels good is because it's actually pivoting the story. Right, exactly. Which we haven't really had. Yeah. Everything is trying to happen below the radar. One side is trying to kill all of the supers under the radar and the other one is just trying to exist under, under the, the radar. radar. Yeah. And it's just nice that like, it's not only a pivot, but it's a pivot in the direction of like, now we're pivoting towards a final destination. It feels like we're really heading yeah, somewhere. I, I think it feels like one step towards that. I don't no, know how I'm many not steps they're going to take. It's like, we're almost at the end, but it does feel like we're going in that direction towards what the end game would be, which is actually refreshing. You want to move on? Yes. I feel like I've said everything I need to say yeah. about that. All right. Then I'm going to, so you said that wasn't the weakest one of the three. So I'm going to say what I thought was going to be the second one, the second weakest, but apparently is going to be the weakest for you. And that that is going to be Obi-Wan Kenobi. I think it's very close neck neck. to, yeah, two okay. and three, but yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think okay. Obi-Wan is probably the worst of it. But again, that may be because, like I said, the boys, the bar was in the basement. Real low. And Obi-Wan, the bar is very high. Yeah. I, but it also feels like it should kind of be a gimme. Like, it should. It feels a bit like Suicide Squad, where I was like, this should be a home run. Yeah, this should be no, really easy. No problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I talked to a friend of mine, my buddy Aaron, Aaron Nelson, friend of the show, 
who, uh, I don't know, maybe we'll be working with him. All right, Aaron d- gets enough plugs. All right, that's enough. Move on. No, okay. I don't think he's ever had hair plugs, but he, uh, what I think. Do those um, still exist? Yes. Do Are they, you kidding? I think Chris Evans got them. Really? We don't have to talk about this. Well, I yeah, think we he should. Was, he was balding for a little while. If it's important, you think it's more important than this? Well, you I keep don't talk, have a graphic you for You keep it. talking, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to okay. look it up. I was talking to my friend Aaron about it. Mm-hmm. He thinks Obi-Wan Kenobi is a pile of shit. The show, not the not the person. He thinks it's terrible. I mean, it wouldn't be so bad if it's the person. He's not a real person. <laughs> but I was like, I think it's just like kind of disappointing. Like, I think The Boys is mostly good, and it has some stuff that is kind of disappointing, whereas I think Obi-Wan Kenobi is mostly disappointing with some stuff that's good. I'm seeing some sites for Chris Evans losing his hair, but I find them all questionable. Did you search Chris Evans hair plugs? I did. I don't know how much I believe all of these. He even talked in an interview a little bit about it. He talked about how he was going bald, and he definitely is not now. No, he's not. Marvel won't let that happen. Exactly. That's. I think they probably paid for whatever he had done. Oh, Marvel will pay for anything that Chris Evans wants to have They done. literally just scalped someone that <laughs> switched Ma- their heads. Chris Evans has Marvel in the bag for the rest of his life, because all he has to do is go... I mean, maybe I could do one more Captain America. And they're like, what do you want? We'll pay for Or even for a it. cameo. He'll, he'll do a yeah. cameo 10 seconds yeah, yeah, yeah. in a, like, in a show. But before He's I like, do oh, a cameo, man, my hair's I feel like thinning I need again. to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, what are you, what are you guys doing for Iron Man 6 or whatever, yeah. whatever we got going on? <laughs> yeah, I think it's just like kind of disappointing. It's very slow. It is. Yeah. There are quite like Obi-Wan does extremely questionable things, which could be written off as like, well, it's been a while. He's rusty, but extremely questionable things. Right. It hasn't been that long. I think I'm enjoying it a little more than you. I'm not disagreeing with any of the points that you've made for sure. Sarah and I kind of like just binged our way through it yesterday and, and watched three full up. We, we watched most of the first episode before finished the first episode last night and then watched the rest of the next three. So we kind of like binge our way through. Yeah. There are definitely some things that he does that are a little confusing. I, I, I'm getting the feeling from this series though, that it's going to be, it's almost going to be one of those ones that maybe they should have put out all six or eight or oh, whatever it is. Sure. All at once. Yeah. Because the more I'm, Sarah's literally shaking her head yes as I'm yeah. talking about this. You nod your head yes, by the way. You shake your head no. God damn it. Are we doing this more? I also feel like, remember when uh, Luke Skywalker, like people were very upset that Luke Skywalker wasn't acting like Luke Skywalker in the sequels. And they were like, why would he be different? Why doesn't he like the Force? Luke Skywalker liked the Force. I don't understand why he's different 30 years later or whatever. I feel like... The opposite is happening, and I don't really like it with um, Leia. She's already Leia. She's already the Princess Leia we know. She's not really a little kid. Like, I'd kind of like to see someone who's, like, afraid and optimistic oh, and, this is and the bright-eyed. Of, uh, this right. is the formation of... Right. Even if we don't see that formation happening... Yeah. I mean, I was not at all the person I am now when I was eight. Like, I was a completely different person, you know? You didn't have the beard? Oh, I was about to get really dark. I didn't have the beard. Let's just go (laughs) from there. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it feels like the director kept being like, what would Leia, how would Leia act? Yeah. See, I actually didn't mind that. I like the idea of like, ah, this is, this is, this is who she is. Like, there's. Sure. Which is fine. I'm not, again, this is. I like like, that we got Jimmy Schmitz back. (laughs) Schmitz. 
Is that his name? Smits. Smits. Yeah. His name is Jimmy my name too. Smits. Schmitz. Yeah, I do like that they got Jimmy Smits back. Actually, that was that was and, nice. Uh, do we have to have Camille Nanjani and everything? I love him to death. Yes. Hollywood does this thing where they're like Chris Pratt, Bradley Cooper, Jennifer Lawrence. That's what people want, and Camille Nanjani is the new one. Put him in everything. You know what? With Camille Nanjani, I'm fine with it. I guess, I but like I also know that like. Like, I see him in something, and I'm like, well, his character's not going to die because he's too likable. And that's another problem I have with the series, and it's a problem I had with the prequels. Like, anytime there's any tension about whether or not Obi-Wan is going to die right, or Leia's going to die, I'm like, no, they ain't. Well, yeah, but see, here's the thing is that I wasn't getting that. We had kind of talked about this before because you had seen it before I did. And I think, to me, that's... I, I never felt that. I always felt like, how are they doing that? Not if they're doing it. See, like, I don't. I don't feel like it's ever a thing that makes me go, oh, my God, I didn't even think of that solution. It's always like, oh, no, he just kicked him in the face or whatever. <laughs> just, like, yeah, he just lays him in the balls. That's it. Yeah, yeah. He just kicks him in the balls and he doesn't even give him a pizza. Yeah. So what the hell? Well, that's that's because he, he's uh, rusty with the force. So they teach you that as a Padawan. They're like, if you can't use the force. Kick, kick him in the balls. He actually did order a pizza, but it's coming from Little Caesars. They only have those on Earth. It's taking a very right. long time. A very long time. Yeah, it's taking the entire prequels. Yeah. I actually, to get back to what I was saying before, I, I think all this could have benefited if instead this was a series that they dropped all at once. Because I'm st- every time I went, why doesn't... Like, he's making really bad choices. Like, why is he fighting with a blaster? Why is he doing this? Why doesn't he do the force put to whatever? And then in the next episode, they kind of give a hint on, like, why this is going on. Like, he's kind of rusty with the force or there's a reason. And I was like, oh, okay, they're a little ahead of me, which is good. I mean, that's what you want kind of from a story. You don't want the audience ahead of you. Yeah, but they're giving you a week to go. Exactly. What? To go, why is this? Yeah, I don't think I liked that. I don't don't understand why that happened. And then eventually you make the decision. This is stupid. You get like the sixth day and you're like, no, this is dumb. And then you get to the next one and you're like, okay, I guess. I'm back in again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think this would have been one if you could binge it because this is how we watched it. We kind of binged it and it grew on me very quickly. Also, frankly, (laughs) not enough Hayden Christensen for me as of yet, not yet. How many? I'm episodes? sure I think there will eight be episodes. What is it? Eight episodes? Is that what it is? Six. Interesting. Two left. Interesting. Right. That's what I'm saying. Is I'm like I don't I don't feel like enough has happened to be two thirds of the way through this. What is making this compelling to me or interesting to me is that it is in some ways also answering plot holes about a new hope that I had never even thought of, but now. I think about it, I'm like, oh, that makes so this makes sense because it would have been this. For instance, like um, basically at the end of episode three, Obi-Wan goes to Tatooine and he's like, I'm going to watch over Luke. And that and you get the you get the feeling that like between oh. three and four, he's just episode been, three of the movies of the movies. Sorry. Okay, yeah, you're right. I was like, I gotta, that did gotta, not happen. Damn it. <laughs> See, this is this <laughs> is the Revenge of the with Sith. It. Yeah. With Revenge at the end of Revenge of the Sith, he goes to Tatooine and he's like, I'm going to watch over Luke forever. Yeah. And then episode. Sorry. A New Hope starts <laughs> and it feels like and he's yeah, been he's there the whole time there, yeah, for 20 years. But he also has information of like. Like Anakin Skywalker has been Darth Vader. Oh, uh, sure. Leia's like, Obi-Wan, you're my only hope. And I'm like, you've never met this man. How do you know this person? And it's like, why? If he's been on Tatooine the whole time, 
then how would any of that information happen? And this series just kind of answers that. And I was like, oh, shit. Okay, that kind of makes sense. You also just reminded me of another problem that I have, which is that like when he first finds out that Anakin Skywalker is Darth Vader, the seventh sister? Yes, fifth sister. Reva. Yeah. Reva's her name. Yeah, yeah. Says something, something Darth Vader. And he goes, <gasps> and then she goes, oh, you didn't know Anakin Skywalker is Darth Vader or whatever. And I'm like, you're like, you what? were a beat ahead of that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were just like, Wait one beat ahead there, Obi-Wan. Or, or she, she says, you didn't know that he was alive or something. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Wait, no, say he wouldn't know that it was Dar- like, yeah, he didn't become Darth Vader until after Obi-Wan thought he was dead. Yes, exactly. So if you don't, because she's like, you didn't know he's still alive. But if. He didn't know he's still alive, then he couldn't have known he's Darth Vader. Vader, yes. Little things like that, where I'm like, yeah, yeah. like just if she had just said Anakin. Yeah, yeah. yeah that dialogue And then she could have been like, little... you didn't know he's still alive, Anakin Skywalker, or as he's better known, Darth Vader. And then that's an even bigger hit, because he's like, not only that, he's officially a Sith. There, I don't know. There are little tweaks that I think could really help. I know what you're yeah. saying. Um, also, Obi-Wan dresses like a Jedi the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I did have that thought. There's a part where he leads a stormtrooper in and knocks him out, and then he walks out. And I'm like, how great an homage would that have been? If he dressed to, like a stormtrooper. Yeah, and he's yeah. like, oh, that's because he came up with that idea. Right. And then years later, he helps them right, do that right, in right, A New Hope. Right, right, I think the reason, it's not a great justification. I think they're just, they need a visual cue of like, this is the Obi-Wan that you know. Like, you know what I mean? They just need the costume for some I mean it worked in a new hope no 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 I know what you're saying with the stormtrooper I'm saying overall him just walking around dressed like a Jedi like with the robe and everything or the like brown hood and I'm like that no, I know what you're like saying but like we were able to tell who was who when they were wandering around on a new hope wearing stormtrooper outfits yeah I think they're just going for the classic visual of it they they just you know sure but um, in the same way that the boys is going for like gross blood explosions we don't have to stay on this but my point is like if you're sacrificing story for like the visual Visual. or like the aesthetic yeah there was one other thing i I was uh no there was one other oh i was waiting for and i'm still waiting for it i was actually waiting for the only hope line to come up there were two instances where you could have said the, oh, uh, he, you're her only hope or uh, I'm your only hope, that, that homage. You could have homaged that line. The When Jimmy Smith's, Jimmy Schmitz yes. is talking Jimmy to Obi-Wan. He's, Jimmy Schmitz is trying to convince Obi-Wan. <laughs> Which is what you Obi-Wan. get after you eat Little Caesars. Nice. <laughs> when they're trying to convince him to go find yeah. Leia. You're her only you're hope. You're her only hope. You're our only hope. Yeah, it could have been Call great. Call me Obi-Wan Kenobi, you're our only hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. would have been cool. Or, actually, the one I, I thought of and I was like, oh, that would have been really good. When he, go, when he first finds her in the cell and she's resisting and she's like, why should I go with you? If he had said, because I'm your only hope. Yeah, that's really good. Because that would have been really good. Because then it doesn't. It's one of those things where if you don't see the series, it doesn't take away from the line. Right. But the next time you watch A New Hope, it adds a little gravity to that. It's something George Lucas really likes to do, which is he often says that all the movies rhyme with each other. Right. And they and it builds them. So the next time you watch A New Hope and she says it, you're like, oh, that's a key phrase to them. You know, it, it that brings gravity to it. It also gives another initial impetus to like why years later in A New Hope, 
Obi-Wan would then go, we have to go. Like It could also be a, a code for him to realize, oh, no, this is a real this thing. This is a real thing. Yeah. This like, is, it's not her being held at gunpoint. She is using an expression that the two of us, us share. share. Yeah, exactly. That only I would know. Yeah. So it may still come up. Like, it might. I feel like there's still room to put it in there. Yeah. Darth Vader's going to be like, Obi-Wan, you're my only hope. Yeah. But uh, I will say this. I think... Despite all its fault, I think Ewan McGregor is like he's very good, doing really good with this. Yeah, I, think I agree. He's, that conversation with Jimmy Schmitz when they're trying to convince him, and he's like, "I, I, I just yeah. can't." Like, I, agree. You see I believe a broken him. Broken yeah. man yeah. who is like not just like settled into his brokenness; he's still actively broken. Like he's still working through some stuff. Yeah, I think that is definitely to the benefit of the show where. There are elements of the storytelling that are missing right. that he fills. Yes. Where, like, it's not about, it's too far away, or there's no way for me to get a ship, or I, I couldn't, you know, I, I don't have enough people to run it. It's literally, he's just like, you don't understand. I'm a dumpster fire. Yeah, I'm broken. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on. I used to be have so much confidence that I could do anything, and then I got my ass and then I got kicked in the balls. Yeah. And they handed me a pizza. And it was cold. And then I got the Jimmy shits. It was crazy. Yeah. But also, yeah. how did he find those two? Wait, like his his he buries the lightsabers yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then just knows where they are. He just kind of knows. And I, there was a moment I was like, he, it just needs something slight. Like if he had looked at the sun and did sure. like a tracking with his or like hand. A just a tree. Yeah, anything. If they stopped at a tree first. And then he took 60 steps Steps, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, it was kind of like, you could kind of see they were trying to go for something like that, where it was like, because he does look around and he's like, it's about here. And then he starts digging. But I was like, you're not, I have no idea what you're using as a guide to figure out where that is. What you want to, you feel like you really want to add something to this. No, it's okay. You can, if you want. We're running low on time, Chris. He doesn't need, like, he can probably feel it. But if he can feel it, why can't he do fucking anything else like a Jedi? Oh, that's true. He said if he can feel it, why can't he do anything else like a Jedi? He can. Not really. Why doesn't he? No, I, I disagree with you. I don't I'll tell you what. You and I are going to record our own episode about this. That's what I've decided already. Because like, there's so many moments where like, right before they bring on the like interrogator bot or whatever, yeah. when like two stormtroopers come up and they're like, all right, get out. And there's like a long period of time. Yeah. And he can and just like, be like, why don't you do any Jedi? Tra- that thing can, you yeah, did he can in, just be like, no, nah, we don't need to. Yeah. You can go on your way. This is where what you were saying is uh, where you say, you were saying like he fills in a lot of the. Yes. Gaps. Because like if he can't do it, he can't. That's the problem. If he can't do it. Great. He can't do it. If he can do it, he needs to do it more like there. are I don't know. He catches Leia, which maybe that's just like a last ditch effort and that's fine. But even the glass thing he's doing, that maybe that's just a last last ditch effort and he's able to do it because he's not thinking about it. I think they're trying to imply. And again, I think this is where his performance fills in a lot of the gaps is the idea that, like I said, he is broken and not and again like still actively broken like still working through this and so every time he if he's gonna use the force i think first of all he's thrown on how to use it it's like um trying to think of a good practical example but like you know if you if you ever try and do something and then the like you're doing something with your hand and then the more you think about 
you know, the mechanics of how your hand does it, and then you're like, why can't I fucking do this? You're talking about beating off? I think what you're trying to talk about is, like, playing the piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, like, if you learn a song too well, you just have to turn off your brain and do it, because if you start to think about the notes you're playing... I don't know what the notes are. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I think he has, it's that. Well, I think it might also be more about like, like an old athlete. Yes. Where like, you know, you, you hurt your shoulder at the age of 35 and now you're 60 and trying to go back in the field. And right. you can kind of, you can try, yeah, you yeah, can yeah. try to swing it, but there's like an 80% chance you're going to miss that ball or you're going to hurt yourself. At the same time though, if you put a, like if you put a ball up on a T-ball thing for the guy, he's probably not going to be able to hit it too far. You throw that 90 mile per hour ball, the muscle memory is going to kick in. And I think that might be part of it too, which is why I don't think the force thing works too well with the lightsaber stuff. But it does work with like, oh shit Leia's falling and the glass thing like it's this or die, like it just goes into muscle memory and he's got it. But you also get the feeling that like those those one time, one off things also exhaust him. Like it is complete effort even just like when he's fighting people and you're like this is not as smooth as you would think a jedi is it's because like he hasn't done this in 10 years and in fact in some ways like actively tried to almost actively tried to like forget how to do all this shit because he's like no we're done we lost the battle this is my life. I'm going to be in a cave forever. I don't want anything to do with this. And then he's kind of forced back into it. I am kind of enjoying it. I'm not disregarding anyone who has a problem with this. I totally see the faults in it. I'm kind of enjoying it, but I think you would have benefited from having all eight episodes or all six episodes just shotgun through so you can answer all. Yeah, your- I also think I would have appreciated more. I, again, I don't think it's bad. Right. I think it would have benefited more from consolidation in the script. I think it needs a it needs to move a little bit quicker. I need a few more story points. Yeah. Like it does feel like it's showing me a lot of like landscapes and it's showing me how hard it is for him over and over again. And I'm like, I I get it. It feels a little bit like the boys where, yeah, okay, let's go move it along. Let's go on with it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, not terrible. Yeah. But let's move on to Ms. Marvel. Let's. I'm going to go out on a very, what I think is a very small limb on this one. Ms. Marvel is outstanding. I love this show. I'm really feeling this show. I think it's... All right, look. It's very early for me to say this. Okay. The first episode... But just realize, whatever you say, you're a racist. (laughs) The first episode... Yeah. ...makes me optimistic that this will be the best Disney Plus Marvel show thus far. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you. that's right. You haven't seen the second episode yet. I haven't. Okay. Okay. God damn it. All right. (laughs) I'm not revealing anything, but... Thank you. I will say this... I think the quality stays the course on the second episode as well. Excellent. That doesn't surprise me because holy shit. Yeah. That first episode is like a bull out of a gate. Yes. It's so, so good and so creative. And so so fast. Like, this is what I mean. Like, watching this at the same time as Obi-Wan, it's so slow and I'm an old man and I'm tired and this is hard and weep, weep, weep. All I have is this fucking laser sword and my magic wizard powers and he Here's like Kamala Khan out of the gate plot point. But this happens. But I wanted to do this. But then this. So then therefore this plot twist, this thing comes in and it's just it feels like a pinball machine. Yeah, it does. 
It does. That's a good way of putting it, actually. It feels weird. It feels fast. It feels powerful. And I like I cried during the first episode. I'm I'm just so happy. It's good. It's really good. I mean, it's really, really good. I think it's again, I think it's original with the way that they tell the story. I think even the little things, the, the little solutions that they have for simple things that you would see in a movie like. The text conversations. So good. Such an original idea. It feels like they they used up 20% of their production time filming it, like casting it, writing it. And they were like, oh, man, shit, we have all this time left. And they just fucking handed it to the CGI team and went go nuts. And it's so good. You get the feeling that in pre-production they went, OK, we have a sequence where two characters are texting back and forth to each other. What could we do on the screen? Could we just put the text bubbles up on a screen? No, we've seen that before. What else can we do? That's what it feels like for every even just tiny sequence where they just went, what else could we do? And they took an extra beat to figure out like something different that I've never seen before. They're riding their bike and they're having a conversation about like the different versions of a costume she can wear to the to the Avengers con. And it's like going by on the wall and it's animated on the wall, but it's like on it's graffiti on the wall. And it's, you know, nothing is the it's nothing is the simple, just lazy solution. And the mark of good CGI. It's hard for me to tell what's real and what's not. Like, there's this whole scene where she's marking out the plan on a chalkboard. Yes. And some of the chalk lines are moving. And I'm like, is all of it fake? I, are yeah. just the ones that are moving fake? I can't tell. I had the same reaction with the text conversation. I was yeah. like, is this well Are these real neon signs they had I, I made? Think a, I think some, I think a lot of them are. Actually. I have no idea, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm like, is that just really well-timed camera work? Do you see what I mean as well? I think last episode I said... At the at the first like twenty minute mark, I thought, oh, this feels like an Edgar Wright film. Right. And then about ten minutes later, I thought, no, it doesn't. It feels inspired by Edgar Wright. It feels like the next generation yes. of filmmakers who grew up on Edgar Wright films are now making their own movies. I will say this also, and this somewhat speaks to the next episode that you haven't seen yet, but also I get it from, I got it from the first episode as well. I remember when Homecoming came out, they made such a big deal of like, this is like, it's like a Marvel film, but like a John Hughes Marvel yeah, film. And yeah, I watched no, it, this and was is like, a Marvel no, film, but this a John is a Hughes John film. Hughes film. Yeah. Like this right here, the needle drops, The it's a great soundtrack. It's a great oh, soundtrack. Yeah. It is a great it's soundtrack. It's really good. Yeah. And it gets it's better every episode and just the fact that like so little of this has to do with superheroing like so little and yet it's not a spider-man story it's a peter parker story right exactly and yet at the same time it's such good storytelling i don't care yeah i really don't well and that's her whole thing man is that like it is it, like the books are not ms marvel stories right they're books about a 16 year old who's just trying her fucking hardest and oftentimes failing yeah by the way i love her the that whole cast is really strong. I was going to move on to that next. I, I, Iman Vellani is so... her. She's so... Ex, uh, express... That's not a word. Expressive? Expressive. She's so yes. expressive. Can without, we just take a moment and just take a moment to acknowledge the fact that I gave you a word ah, this time? Shut the fuck up. All right, cool. She's so expressive without being over the top. When she is hurt... 
I'm hurt. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, like, when I watch her, any emotion she has, I feel it. Yeah. Like, in my heart. Yes. <laughs> it's I love, so yeah, good. I love her. I, I think she's fantastic. I think, I know it's only two episodes. I'm surprised she's not already, like, a giant star because of this. Have you seen any uh, interviews with her? No, I haven't. She went as Ms. Marvel in like when she was like 11 years old for Halloween. That's amazing. She's a she's a Muslim a young she's a 16 year old Muslim girl that's what I love she is so when she was reading comics she wasn't that interested and then someone was like you know there's a Muslim superhero and she started reading those comics and they inspired her to like get into acting and like try all this stuff and she was such a big fan her aunt sent her the casting notice for the character and she thought it was a scam because it was an empty page with a with a uh, an email URL and it said casting Ms. Marvel send headshot and resume and she just on a whim decided to do it and it ended up going through that's incredible yeah i love everything about her i love that she uh how am i gonna put this so it doesn't sound weird i love that she looks like an actual teenager and yes. not a 20 year old from the cw playing a she teenager looks as awkward as she's acting yes she does she looks yeah. like a real person yeah and again not like some cw star which i think is part of the emotional quality of it as well is that like i remember being that awkward and looking yeah. weird in high school you know and that's part of the greatness of it yeah and you never look at it and you're like you know again it, you'll look at it, sometimes the the characters that are or the actors playing a high High schooler yes. and the awkward like the high schooler. Rangers. Yeah, and you're like, none of you would yeah. have any trouble <laughs> in school. There's the guy who played Billy who was like 35. Right, right, right. But also, the, and the, yeah, and they all have like abs or something. You right, know, and, yeah. and I'm like, yeah. none of you would have, you would all be the most popular person in your school right now. And it, look, granted, it is a little different. Like, Spider Man, for example, famously, when he gets bitten by the spider, his body changes. changes. Yeah. But it's great that we don't. It's great that they're acknowledging it. Look, man, you know that, uh, you know, as much, I'm going to try and not get on my high horse for too long about this. Ike Perlmutter is gone. Yeah. We have, we've like gone out of the age of Perlmutter. We are now in the age of Feige. I have a lot of friends, not a lot. I've had a few friends who have brought up. You definitely don't have a lot of friends. You're right. (laughs) Some of my friends have brought up their hesitancy. One of your friend. (laughs) No, all three of my friends, (laughs) except for you, have brought up their hesitancy about continuing with Marvel properties because of past shitty things they've done one friend brought up you know i really didn't like it that they they replaced the asian character in doctor strange with a white person and was like i don't know how i feel about that and i'm like no that asshole's gone like now's the time like if if you had a problem with that get back in the game you have to start watching uh miss marvel you have to watch ironheart when it comes out go back and watch moon knight it's directed by the reason moon knight is directed by an egyptian director is because ike perlmutter is gone and kevin feige is in he's running the show and we have to give them the viewership we have to give them the um the ratings that show this is the stuff we want yeah you have to speak you you, you have to speak with your with your viewing yeah. you know what i mean yeah i love Love, love this show. This is, it's one of those ones where it's so good 
that my initial reaction is like, oh, give me all of it all at once. But at the same time, it's so good. I then go, no, don't, because I want to savor this. Like, I want it to drop every Wednesday and like, you know, a kid on Christmas morning, I wake up and I'm like, ah, get one more. You know what I mean? Yeah, the boys, you know, the last episode when it came out, I found out because a friend was like, oh, there's a new episode of the boys right today. And I was like, oh, did that come out? You know? Yeah. And like, even Obi-Wan, I'm like, oh, yeah, is that coming? When's that come out? I don't know. Ms. Marvel, I'm like, when is it? Give it. Put it in my eye sockets. Yeah, it was so good. I'm, I'm so ecstatic about this show. I can't rave about it enough. It's awesome. Everyone in the cast is strong. Not just, I mean, she's fantastic, but like the kid who plays Bruno is, yeah, is great. The brother, the whole family the is bro- really good. The whole family is really, really good. They feel like a real family. Yes. There's a great chemistry between Bruno and her. That I agree, is both yeah. will they, won't they, but also like a genuine friendship like a you know if yeah. even if they weren't to get together they you trust each other no matter there's what a genuine best friendship there yeah. it's great it's fan fucking tastic i might just go back and watch the first two episodes again like that's how i've seen the first episode three I times might, i might just i might actually make sarah watch it i think she would actually like it it's so good man. sarah i might make you watch this show cool okay great she's not gonna do it <laughs> sarah i might make you listen to this show uh, what is the show called? The the media lunch break. <laughs> that's the sign that we end the podcast. We, Permanently. It's yeah, over, that's man. It. That's it, man. That's it. We're done. I don't think we need to talk about Ms. Marvel nope. anymore because there's nothing more. If to you say. haven't it's, seen it yet, go watch, go watch it, it. Um, right now. The three, Put a pin in this episode. The media lunch break. Go watch it. And just go fucking watch it. And then come back. And then you can come back in time for the reading assignment. Yeah, so come back in time to t- uh, hear us talk about an 11-year-old movie. Yep. Yep. So, Andrew, for your reading assignment, I gave you Super 8, uh, directed by J.J. Abrams. This was, like I said last week, we had talked, or not last week, two weeks ago, we had just got done talking about Stranger Things, and this kind of inspired me to give you this, because I felt like it was kind of more, it was still in that kind of vein, and to get your opinion on it. So, I'm curious, what did you think of this? Well, uh, yes, as you just said, you gave me the sequel to the movie Superbad. Yes. Actually, it's the eighth sequel. Oh, that's right, after Superman yep. and Super... Nope, let's not do this. Okay, great. Sometime before 2011, someone shouted from a mountaintop, no one can make a Goonies film for this generation. And J.J. Abrams shouted back, hold my beer. (laughs) And in 2011, he gave us exactly that. Everything about this is an homage to classic sci-fi films. The year, 1979. The season, summer. The place, fucking Ohio. The people, (laughs) Six white children. But really, (laughs) the only person of color in Dayton, Ohio, is the biology teacher. No wonder he tried to kill himself. (laughs) So here we are. Super 8 was released in theaters in 2011 and was a pretty big success. With a budget of $50 million, it brought in $260 million in the worldwide box office. Domestically, it wasn't a huge success. It made more money internationally than it did domestically. But uh, people mostly liked it, but it didn't get a lot of buzz. I remember the reason I didn't watch it uh, is because, like, right around I Am Legend, which was like 06, Mm -hmm. 07, movies started intentionally not saying anything about their films. And it pissed me the fuck off. It was just like, watch Will Smith running. Watch this guy shooting. Here he is crying. 
Why? Guess you'll just have to pay us $20 to find out, you know? And I was like, I don't, what's happening? I'm not doing this. Yeah. And this was no exception. And with good reason, I think. They didn't want to give too much away. Right. But for me, I was like, nah, I don't think so. Right. I very much liked this. Yeah. Yes. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Here's, you know what the worst thing about this movie is? What's that? It makes me realize how repetitive Stranger Things actually is. I thought it was very unique. Yeah. And now I'm like, oh, no, it, it, it's basically a sequel to this. Yeah, somebody did this already. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's basically this movie. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, with yeah, a couple yeah. little little tweaks, little but tweaks it's very it. similar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Its influences yeah. include Goonies, Contact, Close Encounters, and E.T., it's a pretty obvious love letter to Steven Spielberg, who also fucking put up the money for it. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a little bit of a prostitution ring. Yep, a little bit. <laughs> it's a little masturbatory, yeah. Uh, let's see. I only had a couple notes before we actually jump right in. Right. The first one is Super 8 2 is going to be about Joe managing his cancer because of the radiation coming off of the silver Rubik's Cube thing. <laughs> because they're constantly like running a Geiger counter over it that's like going crazy. Yep. And he just has it in his room by his bed. Yep. So I'm like, he's going to die in a couple years. Yeah, yeah. Homer Simpson's in it. That's right, he is. <laughs> Dan Castellaneta. Yeah. Is that how you pronounce his name? Yep. Like Cast- Castellaneta is in it for, he has like three lines. He's yeah. a car salesman. And uh, I'm always so impressed by actors who can believably act badly because in the credits you see them like you see the movie that they're making and it's so good. It's so good. It really <laughs> is. Yeah, I was a big fan of of um, Star Trek and and J.J. Abrams doing that and everything. And then it, this is like a weird one off that people don't really remember because it's because it's one of J.J. Abrams' few movies that is not a franchise film and it's not based on something else. It is completely original. It was original. his first original film. That's what I'm saying. It was like yeah. his first original Fun fact, film. the guy who played Pike in Star Trek yeah. is the monster in Super 8. Is he really? Yeah, he's the Bruce like, motion. Greenwood? Yeah, he's the motion really? capture. His, he's listed in the credits as like Cooper or something yeah. like that, because that's what they were calling the monster on set. Really? During production. I didn't yeah. know that. That's very interesting. I mean, listen, also any movie with Kyle Chandler. The yeah, dad, I don't think I've seen him in anything else. He's in Friday Night Lights. He's the nope, coach in never the seen that. series Friday Night Lights. I know you've never seen it. He looks familiar. I think he looks familiar because he reminds me of Peter. Nope. I think that's his character name. The guy in Office Space. Uh, Ron Livingston? Ron Livingston, who yeah, plays Peter yeah, in yeah. Office Space. Yeah, the, yeah. Kyle Chandler, everybody knows him from um, Friday Night Lights, the, the series Friday Night Lights. But then also, he was in the, the Kong versus Godzilla and the last... Uh, yeah, I know. I'm trying to... I'm just kind of rattling off the, his latest stuff. But a lot of the stuff, I don't think it's anything that, that you would have seen. He looks so familiar. He's around. That's that's what I'm saying. It's like he's around yeah. in a lot of stuff. So yeah. you probably would have seen him at least in ads or on billboards yeah, or something like that. Yeah, a TV show. Like a one exactly. episode of Friends or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Honestly, but though, that, look, Gary Oldman was in two episodes of Friends. Uh, what's his face? Paul Rudd yep. was in a couple episodes. You know. Oh, he's in a bunch. He almost was a cast member. That's anyway, not. That's true. Like, no, it is. That can't be true. He wasn't in it that much, was he? I'm going to IMDb it. 
Um, but I'm gonna I feel like he couldn't have been in more than ten episodes. This is gone off on a very different tangent. But We've anyway, Googled a lot this episode. Yes, we have. You know what's also weird? I went on IMDb and put in Paul, and Paul Rudd was not the first person to come up. Who was Paul Reiser? It's because you've been searching Stranger Things and it's been hearing you. That's what it is. Seventeen episodes. Okay, more than I thought, but yeah, that's like over half a season. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's about a season, probably. Anyway. Not enough to be one of the main cast members. No, they talked about making him a cast member, is what I'm saying. Very silly. Anyway. What do you think of this movie, Chris? I love this movie. I, I really do. Like I said, this is one that people don't really think of anymore. It kind of like came, like you said, it kind of came and went. And I'm like, why isn't there not more about this movie? Like, I really love this movie. I'm surprised it didn't get some sort of kind of resurgence after Stranger Things came mm, out. Because mm-hmm. like you said, yeah. and one of the reasons I gave it to you, it's Stranger Things. Yeah, Stranger Things is very obviously like a spiritual sequel, sequel to, to this. this. Yeah, because they're both inspired by all those origins you know, I didn't know anything about this movie before. Literally I nothing. I didn't know a thing. I I was like, I'm pretty sure there's a, there's an alien or something. Is basically all I knew about it. It's one of these movies where I'm like, more people need to know about this movie because it's genuinely good and no one knows it. So I started watching it yeah. and I was like, oh, this is directed by Steven Spielberg. Yeah. And then there were so many lens flares. Yeah. And I and was like, like, no, it's this not. This is J.J. Abrams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. J.J. Yeah. But it's such a beautiful homage. Like, it's such yeah, a beautiful homage to that. To, it to... does feel at times as well that Steven Spielberg is sort of like, feels a bit like, you know that scene in Ghost where J.J. Abrams has his hands on the clay pot and Steven Spielberg has his hands around J.J. Abrams' hands yes. and he's helping him make the pot? That's a little bit Absolutely. what this feels like. It does. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised because he produced it. Yeah. This is one of those movies I kind of like champion. Is this in your like top 10? I don't know if it's in my top 10. It is definitely one of the ones where I'm like, if I got to put on a movie and I'm like, I don't know what I want to watch. Super 8 is one of the ones where I'm like, I could always watch Super 8. Yeah. It's good to put on if you got kids. Like it's not, there's it's one It's not F-bomb. too much to it. Yeah. It's not too bad. Um, all, the whole cast is really, really strong. Yeah. Oh, it is another influence. I forgot to write it yes. down, but like very yeah, obviously. I could definitely say that. But I, I really love this movie. That's why I wanted to give it to you. Because again, it's one of those movies I'm like, more people should know about this movie. Yeah, it's, it's really got a lot good. of heart. It does. And it's really, yeah. And it does have a good heart to it as well. It does. It homages something, but in a very kind of educated way like it knows what it's doing and knows what it's supposed to be and what it's supposed and it, to look like it hits that as a home run like it nails it it's a bullseye yeah it's not just going through the motions of it like you said there's so much heart to yeah, it it does exactly what it's trying to do from the root yeah there's so much heart to it that it gets like what makes those movies great not just the look of it but internally what the what makes those movies yeah great. yeah yeah cool i'm so psyched that you that you like this yeah i don't uh i don't really i don't really know what else to to say about it yeah it's uh it's an easy look it's an it's an easy film to watch yeah there's not sure. a lot to pick apart no it's very point a to point b to point c yeah i might put it on after this actually now, because talking about it makes me want to watch it. Yeah, it's a good movie. It's I, really good. Again, it's hard for me. This feels a bit like, you know, when you don't read the book and you have to get up and do a presentation. Yeah. I feel a bit like I'm doing that, but I actually like there just isn't a whole lot. It's a it's a 
enjoyable film. Yeah. It doesn't require a whole lot of your attention. The plot's not like crazy dense. It's, it's just... also very relatable for nerds. Like they're trying to make a movie, yeah. you know, and well, that's <laughs> stuff the thing keeps is getting that fucked essentially up. Essentially <laughs> what JJ Abrams said is like he wanted to do an homage to the Amblin films. Like again, like Close Encounters and the Steven Spielberg films of old and things like that in ET. But also basically like he's supposed to be the main character, J.J. Mm. Abrams. Yeah. Like that's who he was. He was like, that's who I was as a kid. I had a Super 8 camera. I wanted to make movies. I loved movies. And then an alien attacked. And then an alien attacked. And that's a side story that we don't need to talk about. But then I made Star Trek. Fun fact, another piece of trivia about this is yeah. that J.J. Abrams, after he got done making maybe Star Trek, whatever his last movie was before Super 8, he had two movies he was working on. Yeah. One was a coming of age film and the other one was an alien like sci-fi fantasy adventure. Right. And uh, it wasn't until he started writing that one that he realized they were the same film. Oh, the, yeah. 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 And it works so well together. Yeah, too. it does. Yeah. Awesome. 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 What do you do? You have uh, something for me? I sure do. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking I didn't think about it until today. Can it be super eight? Pretty soon. Right. By the th- you wish ah. it's getting kicked in the nuts. Ah, yay. <laughs> I was planning on doing that anyway. Yeah. I am assigning to you uh-huh. the first volume of Ms. Marvel by <gasps> G. Willow Wilson. By G. Willow Wilson? I think that's her name. I'm going to really enjoy saying that name. It's a good name. It is. G. Will- yeah, G. Willow Wilson. Just rolls off the tongue. It's one of those names that sounds fake. <laughs> she is a uh, a Muslim writer, which may not surprise you. She is, And she owns a magic chocolate factory. <laughs> Jesus. She is one of the creators of the character Miss Marvel. This is the first arc of this character that was ever introduced to the entire world. And uh, Marvel wasn't sure how people would like it. Honestly, a lot of people fucking hated it because it was about a brown person. Yeah. Uh, but they it's do real that good. Sometimes. Every yeah. single volume. Um, G. Willow Wilson has pretty um, reliably written almost every volume of the main arc. They're at like 10 of Ms. Marvel. And, um, Every single one makes me cry. That's amazing. Yeah. She's a great writer, and she owns the car from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Because whenever you read one, she shows up to your house and kicks you in the nuts. Nice. Makes me cry every time. Nice. You cry every time I get kicked in the nuts? Yep. So do I. Because it hurts my leg. (laughs) (laughs) I started wearing a cup. I almost broke a toe last time. Yeah, I know. Because of my big old brass balls. Yeah, that's why. And not because uh, I've just been kicking harder and harder and harder. I got to start outsourcing this and hiring someone to do it yeah, for really. me. Yeah, yeah. You also have weak bone structure. If that's I do, I yeah. don't. Uh, I don't get a lot of calcium. You hollow bones like a bird. Bird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of birds, I think you're really gonna like uh, Ms. Marvel with G. Willow Wilson. No, by G. Willow Wilson. Mm. But she's she also can magically transport herself into the comic itself. It's not magical. She takes a bus. <laughs> <laughs> she writes Ms. Marvel, and then she also nannies two British children from the turn of the 20th century. I'm just making her a magical entity because of her Very name. Strange. She I don't understand it. If I just I it sounds like some sort of fantastical person. G. Willow Wilson. 
I can't get over it, this. No, it sounds like something you say when you're, uh, like, as an exclamation to someone named Willow Wilson. It sounds like something you say as an exclamation just in general. Gee, like, Willow Wilson. Gee, Willow Wilson. Gee, Willikers Wilson. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm... Pe- it's a cool name, though. It is a cool name. Can I just... Can my reading assignment just be her name? What? What? G. Willow Wilson is her name. No, I know, but can that just be my reading assignment? Just read her name? Just the name G. Willow Wilson. Um, no. Okay, fair enough. Uh, cool. That's, yeah, uh, that's it. That's it. That's, that's all we've, uh, all Fucking we've a. got. That's it. And now we both place our heads onto the desk and take a nap. <laughs> and now we both kick each other in the balls at the same time. Do you think you could do that? Yes. Yes, I think you could. Yeah, right. The angle is very difficult, but I think, I think you we could. could do if it. we both use the same leg, yeah, 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 yeah. You both have to the, use the I think right it also leg depends or the on left how leg. you're standing, like how you line up with each other. Because I think, I think, yeah, you can. Yeah, because I think you have to, You couldn't be straight on. You'd have to be slightly off. It's from a each murder other. suicide. I mean, that's how I figured we were going to go. Death by nut crushing. Be like, no, you go first. No, you go first. I can guarantee you in this scenario, if you went, you go first, I would go, okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Meaning that you would take the hit first. I Great. Go okay, first, let's do it. And I will go last as well. You'll take the the hit first. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. When are you coming over next? Um I'll be over in like like ten fifteen. You really got to get in touch with G. Willow Wilson to figure out how she gets over here so quick. She uh, takes the car from Chitty Chitty Bang Bang. Jesus Christ. Hey, Andrew. Yep. Hey, Andrew. Yep. Hey, Andrew. Yep. Where can they find us? They can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Pandora, SoundCloud.com slash The Media Lunch Break, where you can listen at 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time every single week. Every single fucking week. Except for the last one because I uh, was too busy. Well, we like to mix it up a little bit. Yeah, that's the reason. It wasn't it wasn't an accident. We like to keep you motherfuckers on your toes. Yeah, goddammit. The first taste is free, bitch. Yeah, we can't just go to every single house of every person who listens and kick you in the nuts. But I sure am trying. But what we can do is uh, uh, tell you about our, our Twitter account, which is at Media Lunch Break. You can also find us on Facebook. You can find us on Instagram, YouTube.com slash The Media Lunch Break. We're on TikTok. Where our handle is at the media lunch break. We're putting up little videos here and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're doing. I've actually I've got a little backlog of ones to do. I'm not going to spoil them here. You okay. can also go to our Patreon, which is patreoncom slash the media lunch break, and give us a little bit of money Ooh. if you want to see our we you know the videos we film of us recording every single episode. Every every single, single one they go up God there. Damn one. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about it. They go up <laughs> there and. Uh, you can also give us a little bit of money. You can watch those. And I make graphics. I make unique, you do. funny graphics you do. and a little ticker that's very a little, funny. A little ticker. Uh, and you can see them there. My little my little ticker. Yeah, if you want to see Andrew's little ticker. You made this joke last week, but let's just barrel through it. You sure did. Did I really? Yep. You can also send us an email at the media lunchbreak at gmail.com. So it, it is a great joke. Good job. Thank you. I'm going to kick Thank you in you. the nuts and order you a pizza soon. You can also... Go to our website, which is www.themedialunchbreak.com. Give us a rating or a reviewing or a kicking in the nuts on iTunes, SoundCloud, YouTube. And a special thank you to Julie. Thanks, Julie. Who I know is good enough to kick either of us in the nuts at the drop of a hat. Oh, man. And has. And she would order us a pizza. That's true. 
Also, Julie, I'm sorry I dropped your hat. Anyway, uh, that was a bad joke. The point is, um, listen, uh, Andrew talked about giving a, a rating and a review. You could do it right in app. It really, really does help. How does it help, you ask? I don't know. It just does. Don't ask questions like that. Don't ask questions at all. All right? Just do it. If you leave a five-star rating, you can leave whatever kind of review you want in there. Just rip us a new one if you want. You leave five stars, you can say whatever you want. I don't care. This week, uh, if you will give us a five-star rating, you can... I don't know. Just put the phrase kick in the nuts. Just... And that'll be like a, that'll be like, like the way, the same way you like e-sign something, that's like a digital kick in the nuts to us. So if you want to kick us in the nuts, just put the phrase kick in the nuts right in the review and uh, you've kicked us officially in the nuts. You just say nut kick, exclamation point. Yes. Or pizza. And then you've given us a pizza. There you go. Let's see how many nut kicks to pizza ratio we get. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be interesting. It's going to be all nut kicks. Because people are assholes. Ah, uh, nuts. That was, listen. That's not your best, but not your worst. I'll give you that. That was in uh, response to mm-hmm. your horrible hat drop joke. Thank you. You're welcome. I'll take that. That's fair. Yeah, so next week, it's going to be the sweetest day of the week, Tuesday, Newsday. And there's and some news, following, too. And there's some news. Already, yeah. I got some news. All lined up. I got up. a little bit of everything. I got a little Marvel. I got a little DC. No, we're not. No, next oh. week. No, next week. Oh, no, say, oh no, sorry. No, not yet. Not yet, Andrew. No, not, not yet. Just went All on right. autopilot I'll, for a minute. No, I know. I'll wake you up when it's time for that. All right, thank you. Okay. <laughs> So next week is going to be Tuesday Newsday. The week after that. Oh, Tuesday Newsday? Nope, not Tuesday oh, Newsday I, yet. Go I thought you were waking me up. Shh, shh, it's okay, sweetie. Go back. Okay. Go back right. to sleep. Oh, you all look right. so cute when you're sleeping. Okay. I'm going to kick you right in the nuts. So, oh God, he stopped breathing. Oh God. <laughs> uh, oh man. Did I stop breathing there for a minute? Yeah, for a minute. Thank you for kicking me in the nuts to wake me up. Yeah, no problem. That was a fun theater of the mind we just did, wasn't it? <laughs> After Tuesday Newsday, I don't know, something. Something else. Maybe, maybe, no, probably not. I was going to say maybe a full Ms. Marvel, but I don't think it'll be out yet. I don't think it'll be done. No, I don't think it'll be done by that time. But, that being said, in that vein, if you have something to suggest, you is if there's something you want us to talk about, send it on over. You know, we just did a bunch of talking about a whole slew of stuff but if you were like man you talked about a whole lot of stuff that no one cares about talk about this send it over to us you saw a movie that you're like you need to you guys need to talk about this send it over you made something you wrote a comic you made a a pilot you made a short whatever doesn't matter send it you want to put some ears on it some eyes on it send it over we'll talk about it we'll give it a shout out we talked about super eight for the reading assignment if you're like hey you shouldn't read that. You should be reading this thing. Talk about this for the reading assignment. Send it over. We'll talk about it. Yeah, that'll give us something, uh, something to talk about. That being said, like I said, I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen in two weeks, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out from there. But that's it. There it is. That's there it is. We made a thing. That's how easy it is. Yeah, I think I think yeah, we did. I, I believe. Let me hold on. Let me just double check my data. Hold on. This is me typing. Check the spreadsheets. Yep. Uh-huh. And I'm going to go over the graphs. Harry the nine. Uh, pi is 3.4. Yeah. Go to the other sheet. 
times by .6666, repeating, of course. Yes, we did. We made a thing. Wow, Leroy yeah. Jenkins. Yes, we made a thing right there. That's how easy it is to make a thing. So go out and make a thing. If you're listening to us right now, start making a thing while you're listening to us. Go for it. It's this easy. If these two idiots can do it, you can do it too. Why not? And the amount of time it took you to listen to this, you could have listened to a different episode of ours. You could have made... <laughs> <laughs> Touche. <laughs> the time it takes you to listen to this, you could have made a thing like three times over. Yeah. But that's how easy it is. All right. So that's that's it. That's We're done. That's the end of this now. So now we just... What do I hit now? How do I get out of this? Well, we, uh, we end this episode the same way that we end every episode. By taking our own lives. <laughs> Jesus. I was going to say by kicking each other in the nuts. Yes, and by thus taking our own lives. Is that why you have a knife on the end of your foot? On the end of your shoe? Don't you? No! Well, then you're not doing... I've got a gun! (laughs) Ha-ha! (laughs) Touché! Ah, damn it. You've once again bested me, Dunn. (laughs) I've beaten you again in a game of uh, knife boot. Hoisted on my own petard. Jousted by your own Picard. Well done. Are you happy with that? I couldn't be happier, <laughs> to be honest. <laughs> glad. I'm glad for you. I'm That's just glad nice. my my evenings have opened up like a like a tiny superhero going through a urethra. <laughs> wow, that was that was a stretch. Like a tiny superhero uh, going through. Yeah, yeah. Yay! Yay! All right, that's probably good. Yeah, fine.